This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 194 of The Real Word. Word is up. Six six weeks. Oh, boy. All right. we, we've got a huge takeaway from the Tom Ferry Summit we're going to get into in the first racket. We've got open door news, and of course, we've got a marketeer of the week. But before we get into the, the Tom Ferry takeaways... Mm-hmm. I, I happened to wear this. You did. For the first time, this shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, like hit that like button yeah. and, and the subscribe button for us, yeah, please. Yeah, so you were, you, what was it called? It was called the Happy Hour. I wore this. Uh, happy Hour Hot a, Seat or Hot, yeah, hot, hot Seat Happy Hour. Yeah, to Macy Kitty Day to put it on. They, great. Great turnout. They sold like over 500 tickets. Yeah, but yeah. The but only, that's not what I'm talking about. The only thing, because I, so I didn't go. I did. I was unable to go this year, unfortunately. My my son turned 11 during the trip and I, I couldn't do that to him. But all like, and I, but People were glorious. They were lovely about posting, yeah, Instagram story. I'm trying to get to the part where you were texting that you hate this All, shirt. I, I, everybody, every person that tagged you with with you on stage, I had the same comment. Yeah. What the hell is up with that shirt? I love the shirt. I wore it to this show here just to haunt you and dominate you on no, this No, I think it's great. I think okay. it's I think I think you fell into the Texas hole. Yeah. You probably bought boots and a hat. No, I didn't I did too. not buy boots. There did was, you no, buy there was a, a no hat? boot. No boots. No hat. <laughs> no no hats. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, All right, here so we are. My Tom Ferry takeaways from the 2021 did you clean success it? Have you cleaned it? You cleaned summit. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you are going to react to my takeaways. You can give your two cents. You weren't there. I was not there. So you can't add much value in a form of a takeaway, but I have the takeaways ready Please to go. Okay. Educate us. All right. I got some stats to lead off. Mm-hmm. So first stat is this is from the top five MLSs in the country, which make up a, a large percentage of the MLSs. Yes. Okay. So the top 1% of agents do 17.2% of the volume. Okay, so not transactions, volume, but mm-hmm. that is, as Tom said, how we get paid right. uh, as real estate professionals, the mm-hmm. volume. So the top 1% of agents do 17.2% of the volume. You always hear that stat that uh, 20% of the agents do 80%, 80% of, of the work. Yeah. 1%, 1%. 1% is 20%. Is doing 20% of the volume, basically. Right. Okay, so, so there you go, 5%. Of agents, Nicole, do 37% of the volume. Okay. 5% of agents are doing almost 40% Mm -hmm. of the volume. Okay. Four out of 10 million every 10 million. 10%, here's a big one. 10% of the agents, the top 10%, do 51% of the volume. Is are you is this surprising you? No, no. but these are bigger numbers than I even thought. Okay, so so well, 10, they're right on. They're right on. Look, twenty five percent, seventy three. I mean, we always say the top twenty does the twenty five percent, seventy three point five percent of the volume. Yeah. Now, though, those are huge numbers. Mm-hmm. Here's what's scary on the flip side. Though. Yep, consumers, and <clears throat> if you're an agent, you want to get this information out to your marketplace. These kind of numbers, these kinds of data. If you're a top agent, if you're not a top agent. Yeah, you you want to align yourself with top agents. Okay, yeah. so consumers have 68% chance of hiring an agent who has only done zero, one, or two deals. Yeah, 68%. Wow. A 68% chance. So if a consumer is just out there, because we know consumers hire like usually the first person they talk to or maybe right. the second person. Well, especially now with Zillow. They usually don't talk to more than three people, right. three agents. 
they have a 68% chance of talking to somebody who's never done more than two oh, hey, deals. Hey, it's my aunt or like it's my cousin uh, or my friend just got their license. Or I just met yeah. them and I want to get the process over with. Yes. And so they have a, a really high chance of working with somebody very inexperienced or a non-professional. Yeah, that's our word of the day today. That is the word of the just, day just, for just, sure. just to give you guys a side note. We've been using this Listen, word way too much lately. Do you think the top 25% of agents i'm certain they're professional are professional are being professional <laughs> i just it's, the way, it's the way you say it like you can't you're like you're not just using the word perfect you're you there's your it's anyway I'm, I'm i guarantee using you some tonality you are using Ooh, it's, it's an imper, important what happened word. to you I, is it the shirt is it's it making you smarter it's making me much smarter the flannel <laughs> it's is making in. you professional yeah yeah okay so nicole here, here's another stat yep. in alignment with these and then i'll move on to my next big okay. takeaway 54,500 teams right now in the U.S. Wow. When, when you started thinking about teams maybe 10 years ago, mm -hmm. there wasn't this many. Teams have taken over. We, I mean, predict, first guessed this a long time ago. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Teams are going to take over. It has happened. It's over. Teams have taken over the industry. I was talking to a CFO of a big company, a top 10 real estate company, and, and he said, you know, teams and the top producers on the team, the team leader or whatever, they're like the the NBA superstar that are dictating terms to the brokerage, the mm -hmm. LeBron James, mm -hmm. right? That are writing the ticket. Teams have that much control mm -hmm. in the industry. So 54,000 plus teams in the US. Well, is, the teams are way better at recruiting people too. Way than, better. <clears throat> yeah. and, and because they have they don't have an empty promise. Right. There are a lot of brokerages that have an empty promise. Well, there's like true culture yeah, yeah. and support, right? 1.6 million agents mm -hmm. in the U.S. 230,000 of those agents are teams. Now, here's are what's- Are on a team? Are on, on a, a team. team. Okay. Because we've got 54,000 teams, teams, which means some of these 54,000 teams- So there's like four people on a team. The average. average. Which, so some of these teams are, are not a real team. They're no. Team. Yeah. Anyways, what's going to happen? 1.6 million agents. Is that number going to go up or down in the future? It's gone up. Recently, but as what's the question? <clears throat> my question is one one 1.6 million agents over the next five, 10 years on average, is that number going to come down or increase? Are we going to need more agents or less over the next five years? Yeah, I think we're getting more. I think we're gonna have more. Over the I next do. Five. Okay, well, so I, I think we're going to get more over the next three and then we're probably going to drop off. And if you go active agents, we're, we're going to need less. Re remember, 25% of agents are doing 75% of the business. So we're definitely I mean, think about into... how many people think about right now how it's almost easier right now to get your real estate license than it was pre-COVID. Sure, because of now Zoom. you're yeah, zooming. Yeah. I mean, but I've seen some of those Zoom. Cl My class was maybe like twenty-five people. These mm -hmm. Zoom classes are like two hundred. As some more of these disruptors open up shop and access to properties coming, and some of the things we've been talking about in recent real words. You're going you're gonna to see that number go down active agents, okay? You think? Now, 230,000 people on a team, is that number over the next five years going to go up or down? More oh, people that, joining team or course. less? Of course. More and more people are joining You're going to see less agents and more people on a team. As we move into these next five, 10 years, you think teams have control now? It's going to get even bigger. They're going to have more control. You're going to have bigger teams, really super teams doing the majority of the business. This 25% of agents doing 75% of the business, 99% of the 25% is gonna be a team, team. operation, yeah. okay? So be thinking about that. If you're one of these agents, by the way, that is at zero, one, 
or two transactions. Get yourself on a team. Yeah, be thinking about the best team in your market that you can learn from. That certainly aligns with your values mm-hmm. uh, and go put in the work and, sure. and become one of those agents that's in the top 10%, doing 51% or in the top one of the business. So uh, Seth Godin, you know, uh, multiple times New York Times bestseller. I feel like people really loved him. People oh, really yeah, enjoyed great. him. He came he's on great. screen, right? He wasn't live. He was not live. He was yeah. on screen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. They did a good job with that, though. It looked very vivid. Yeah, the was, coloring was vivid. Yeah, it was good. It was great. Yeah, it was some I good mean, it's technology Sam there. Yeah, so good job on that, Tom. Yep. Seth uh, said that he made a statement. Zillow is smarter than you. And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Okay. Okay. So we've said this for a long time. Zillow's mm-hmm. smarter than us. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it a good thing, Nicole? Why would you think it's a good thing? I'll give you the answer. Well, no, give me the answer. No, no, no. No, no I want to no, hear no, it. No, 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 no. Why, why is it a good thing? That Zillow's smarter than us? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Tell me why. Here's why. Zillow. Smarter. Smarter. They're smarter than us. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they've got all this data, right? Right. Well, and leads. They have a ton of leads. Ton they're generating of, yeah, leads. Ton of leads. I yeah. mean, but that's not necessarily what's good. Mm-hmm. But if you're an expert in the market right. and you're willing to provide all the options, we talked about this on last week's Real Word. Yeah. If you're willing to combine everything that's happening and provide consumers every option mm-hmm. to solve the problem, Gary V always says, and or lately this is a big thing and not or Mm -hmm. and i have this option and i'm an expert on what's going on with zillow and this Mm -hmm. is happening and open door might do this and Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. and here's the three ways you can sell your house okay are you not going to come off being the expert in your marketplace building the trust necessary to gain more clientele so he's saying by exploiting them it makes you look even better that's what makes it good use their numbers use their tactics use their offers he said students instead of prospects okay right being a student of this industry i would say being a professional oh my god being there a prof- it is. Nicole and Bob- Bobby I feel like, I feel like we have heard have this a hundred times maybe today. We like, maybe we do like a, a professional counter or, you know, like when, on the shows, <laughs> like use like a clap, you know, like the, like, or people start laughing. Oh, did, that was a, by the way, that um, Lee Barr video. That was great. That was did a great you, video. Did you yeah. watch it? No, we should funny. do that as the market too. We that was should. a great. Well, we. That's totally off topic. Totally so off topic. But I'm just Agent thinking Lee about the background. Agent Lee on our team did, we, we did a, uh, yeah. a Seinfeld spoof yeah, video. So that was like a great laughing, listening video. Anyways, thing. Yeah. back to this. Students yeah. instead of prospects. Right. Leaders are the opposite of clerks. Okay. okay. If you're going to let Zillow deliver the information, mm-hmm. you're a clerk. If you're going to break down what that means in an authentic way to your community, you're a leader. Mm-hmm. Big difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he talked about practice. Okay. Pra- yeah. You could, you could pop Alan Iverson in here if you want, Bobby. I'm talking about practice. Hmm, you like your piece today. Practicing your craft, being a, mm-hmm. yeah, a, a professional. professional. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, somebody said, Seth, uh, how are you such a good writer? Your, mm-hmm. your, your blog is so interesting. Your weekly newsletter is so interesting. You've written so many books that so many people have bought. Well, the trick there is he writes every day. He doesn't take a day off. He writes every single day. So if you want to sell real estate, if you want to be a successful real estate, should you not practice knowing the market every single day? Should you not practice what you should be saying to help educate client being a student Mm -hmm. instead of a prospect? Mm -hmm. Practice your game every single day. Practice doing video every Mm -hmm. single day. Just doing the video. You're not practicing. Mm -hmm. So practice. You like this day. This is a good oh, day for you. Love this. Love the 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 Seth 
Godden Nuggets. Uh, I think Jason Pantana put some takeaways from Seth on his Instagram. You, you can probably go check those out. Anyways, that was my takeaways from Seth. Last but not least, Tom said, and he said this on day one. This was one of the first things he said. Do not be vague. Don't be vague about what you want out of this business. Mm -hmm. Don't be vague about what your next three years looks like. Um, Nicole, what do you want to do with, with your business over the next year? Oh, you, know? you totally put me on the spot. You love no, asking you have to answer. me that. You can just give an answer. You know? Over the next year? What do most people say? No, don't You don't have to say what you want, but... What do most people say to that? What what have you heard from agents over time when you say, hey, what's your goal? What do you want your business to look like over the next 12 months? What have you heard people say? Oh my, well, that's all over the board, yeah, right? Yeah, but give like a common answer. I don't know. Like they want their, they want to double their numbers or they want to beat their number from last year or- Or do you hear this one? I want to just build- Upon my business. Well, yeah, they got they, I, Yeah, I well, want to get bigger. They want to double it, or they want to have more numbers. But, but I want to build. You hear? I want to build my business a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, you that hear that from so new vague. agents, like a base. Like I want to build a base. I wanna... Having the license, being in business, and being one of those sixty-eight percent that consumers have a chance of hiring the agent that does zero, one, two deals mm-hmm. is building, building a business. So yeah. you, if you go from zero deals to one to two, this be specific. I want to do 37 transactions at a $350,000 price point. I want to sell this many listings. I want to work with this many buyers. I want to work with this many investors. Mm-hmm. I want to save this much money. Mm-hmm. I want to make this much investment on my own, mm-hmm. right? I want to create this many relationships. In three years, I want to do this. Don't be vague about your future and don't be vague about your offering into the marketplace either. Know your market. Know the specifics, the statistics on what's happening in your community, okay? So don't be vague. And then he also said- I feel like this is like the back to the basics that you we've been- This is I back mean, to back, the basic back stuff. Back to basics, This yeah. is back to the basic it's stuff. It's all, like it's how, I mean, it's, it's all- It's how you build your business. He also said, Nicole- Back to the, get off Here's of, a basic statement. We've said it a hundred times. No like and trust- but on steroids, yeah. okay? So what can Zillow not do? They can't complete that last mile of people in your community knowing you, liking you, right. trusting, you trusting you, because you've built a bigger brand in your community. I mean, video, right? We talk, He talked about video all the time. He talked about teams and video. That was like a video. big, 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 yeah, big deal. Yeah, everyone's talking about video, yeah. But do what Seth says, practice the video every single day. Do a video, every, do a 15 second video every single day. Just upload daily. Upload daily. Don't overthink it. Don't don't spend an hour on Canva creating no, the prettiest of photo course. of all time. I that agree. Instagram says right. they're not even going to give organic juice to because they're just yeah. going to do a video anyways. I do think, though, that on top of that, it is really important to, 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 like you said, to be in your community, though. Like if you're at a restaurant, like you were just talking about it yesterday, like you yeah. used to have competitions in the subway line of how many business cards you can get oh my in gosh. line. I when mean, I started my career. That's was- just as important. I mean, I. I, I guarantee you we probably have some agents on this team that do do video every day but aren't actually building a genuine relationship with the people within their community too. So no. it does take both. You can't just post, hey, I'm a real estate agent and think that all of a sudden that's going to be enough to actually build your business. Like it's not. No like and trust on steroids means that you're commenting on more social media posts than you're worried about posting. You should post every day and then you should be commenting on a whole bunch of posts. In Facebook, you should only be commenting, or not only, but you should always rather be commenting 
in these private Facebook groups in your community. Yeah. If you see a restaurant post something, you should be one of the first ones in that comment And be sure section. you're responding too. I mean, if people are commenting it, on your post, listen, make sure you're responding back, you know, being appreciative or, hey, I saw you the other day or whatever. You got to reciprocate. I tell my kids all the time too. I'm like, if someone asks you a question, ask the same question back. Like that's the only way to really truly, you know, generate, build. right? It's great. And I'm going to be the first one in there in line with, with all you guys to be one of the first commenters on the next broke agent post so that you can create more relationships with agents. But if you're not doing the same thing when the local restaurant posts or the local donut shop or the teacher or the whatever in your community, you're missing a big opportunity for more people to know you, like you, and trust you. And you need to put that on steroids in everything that you do. So those are my Tom Ferry 2021 takeaways. Nicole, what's your favorite one? Well, I, I think they're, favorite. I, I think they're all lovely. You love them all. I equally. do love them all. I do actually. You're the, you're the biggest racket. I am a huge racket. I mean, right. I just take it all in there and I put a little, I stew it all in there. But I do think the no like trust on steroids is, is it, it's, it's truly how I feel like I was able to build my business. So that's right. You again, did a great back, job with back, that. But the back, again, back to the basics. Um, Basic stuff. I definitely don't video every day, but I'll tell you, I, I'm I'm chatting quite a bit. You're a chatter. I am a chatter. All right, racket number two. Open door builds a nine billion dollar debt war chest to buy U.S. single family homes. So Open Door Technologies Inc. is adding billions of dollars in borrowing capacity as it races to buy and sell more homes. The company, the largest of an emerging group of tech powered home flippers called iBuyers, entered into a, an amended mezzanine debt facility with three billion dollar debt lender. According to October fourth, following that move, combined with other recent has brought them up to the $9 billion mark to go buy homes. Now, Zillow also went out recently and is seeking more than $1 billion in two unrated bond offerings to buy more homes as well. That's Open Door's main competitor, Zillow mm-hmm. Group, Inc. So, You talk- did a post the other day on Instagram on your story. Yeah. You were looking quarter over quarter and how much it's- Quarter in- over quarter on the flippers, which- yes. We talked about flipping, I don't know, uh, how many episodes back? I think it was 191. Yeah, 191. We talked about Wall Street can't get enough fixer-upper houses. So this is in alignment with that, this article here. And I posted, so in that, so update on episode 191 quickly, we talked about 2.7% of the homes sold in quarter one. We talked about this on on episode 191, Mm -hmm. was flips. Right. Okay, so 2.7%. In quarter two, that number jumped up to 5%. Huge. Makes sense because it's a spring market. Of Flippers course. are pretty pretty smart people. Most, yep. some of them. Some of them. A lot of them. We are. We're, we're pretty smart. I think we're Although smart. Although we're flipping in quarter we're, four here. We're, we're, well, we're, <laughs> Anyways, pro- we're certainly professionals. Uh, so we're definitely professionals. <laughs> so quarter two, 5%. That was 80,000 homes flipped in quarter two of this year. That was the most in over 10 years in any quarter. So quarter one was one of the lowest. Quarter two was one of the highest in the last 10 years. Home flips are on the rise, but they're getting more competitive to acquire. One of the reasons they're getting more competitive is- you have this huge debt war chest. The debt war chest. I mean, look, that's quite a- I want a debt war chest. Yeah, right? A nine billion? Could you buy some homes with that? I want a a war chest. And and it says in here- It's like when you go to the dentist as a kid, remember? And you got to go into like the chest and- No. This is a Bloomberg. Bobby's with you. I I don't- You get to like pick something out as like a gift. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we went to the war chest. This is a Bloomberg article, which we will link up. 
So it gives it room to acquire more than 40,000 homes because that's based off of their $350,000 average price point. So flippers like that price point, maybe 250 to 350, depending on what market you're in, of course. for acquiring, for buying the home. Buying. I mean, if you can get it lower for sure, but I'm saying in this market, I mean, hmm. 200, 250. Yes, I would. We got lucky we picked one up at 200 I wouldn't for do sure. Three, 350 makes me a little nervous. Yeah, probably, probably depending on what market you're in. Our yeah, market, that would that'd that be a little nerve wracking depending on, on the location. Five. Over six to sell. So if you're looking oh. in two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, this yes. price point, three hundred and fifty, which is also where like the new, like the first time buyer is looking, the first time home buyer is also looking there, and they're buying everything. There's multiple offers, and oh by the way, Open Door is looking right. in there with nine billion. And Zillow oh, by the way, is Zillow overpaying, and Redfin, and on and on and on. There's so much competition squeezed into that median price point. Maybe you're gonna, as as a flipper, get something that's real that needs a whole bunch of renovation so you can price it into that 350 I, I get that but you just have a ton of competition in these price ranges and it's only going to get more severe in fact going back to the tom ferry summit yes he tom and everyone said unequivocally that the next three years mm -hmm. the inventory crisis is not going away listen so we're talking about 20 Talking about two, three, and four. 22, 23, 24. 22 to 24, the inventory crisis is going nowhere. Why are all these companies opening up more billions of dollars of debt to go buy more single family homes? Why? They believe that the inventory crisis is not going away. They believe right. that single family homes is going to be a real asset for them mm -hmm. over the next few years and that they're going to be able to sell those at potentially even a higher value. Mm -hmm. Inventory across the board with real estate economists that know what they're talking about are saying it's not going away. Mm -hmm. We're not going to see more inventory. So if you're an investor, you got to work even harder to find deals. Even harder. You got to go direct well, to sellers. And smarter. You you got to be watching the MLS like every hour. Yeah. Right? You've got to be maybe doing if you're a licensed broker a will be the eye buyer and give you multiple options mm -hmm. in your marketplace. Mm -hmm. So nine billy, not a racket. It's a real number. Yeah. It's a big number. Just, it's, a, it's a war chest. It is a war chest. We should get a war chest. I think here. we. I feel Where's like our trophy. By the way, we Bobby? Uh, do we More really need it? We need it. I'm sorry. That was that was episode 100. Our episode 200 is going to oh, be a we better war get a, chest. We better just get a war chest yes. style trophy. That's that's can, a, can a professional here, a professional war chest. I like our trophy. Okay. Uh, it's look. That's not a war chest. That's like. It's like tennis rackets. That is like uh, when you get the honorable mention. <laughs> yes. <Come on. laughs> okay. Oh. Lord. All right, marketeer of the week. Does your brokerage need to be a one-stop shop? This is an Inman article. This is in reference to Inman Connect at the end of the month, which is October 26th to the 28th. Uh, I know Brad recently sold the company. still involved. They didn't invite us, you know, first class, fly us out, have no, us speak. Nothing. No. I did get an email, though, just today, I think, just a generic one saying that my- um, You could buy a ticket? Yeah, but my it's expiring soon. Yeah. My discount's expiring soon. I think they may hook you up, Nicole. But yeah. Inman, hook us up. Get us up Get us up there on stage. Maybe fly us out. Uh, Anyways. I do not want to be this on stage. This is a conversation nope. that they're going to be talking about at Inman Connect in Las Vegas on the 26th or the 28th. I wonder if it's, uh, I know it's in Vegas. I bet you it's at, 
where did they do it last time? Begins with an A. Aria. Bet you it's at Aria. Potentially at Aria. Anyways. So, Nicole. Yeah. In the article, it doesn't mm-hmm. give you the answers. This is going to be a mm-hmm. discussion. So, let's mm-hmm. let's first guess what that discussion is going to look like. Okay. What do we think the answers are going to be from industry experts? Does your brokerage need to be a one-stop shop? You go first. 100% needs to be a one-stop shop. Why? Well, I think for I think many reasons. I think for the consumer, obviously, um, but I, honestly, I think that it, it it also is extremely helpful for the agent if it's a one stop shop. I think for them to understand products, for them to understand, you know, I think real estate as a whole, if it comes to like mortgages or moving or insurance, um, I, I think that it, it double ends it for the consumer for it to be an easy flow, but also for the agent too, where they're not they're not having to pull from multiple spots in order to provide, um, you know, the best service. I think that it's, I, I mean, I, I think I think it's imperative, and I yeah. think most I think most are one stop shops at this. Well, point. Well, I think most are working. Towards Towards becoming, they're seeing that trend. The big ones, right? Yeah. You, you've got some boutiques. I mean, I saw an article recently on Inman that said, "Is the indie broker dead?" Yeah, I, I think it is. I, I mean, I, I really, honestly do. I think that small little indie broker is dead. The bigger brokerages are going to get bigger. The bigger teams are going to get bigger. Well, I think a lot of those indie that. brokerages, though, we're seeing our. I mean, even just right here in the, our own town here. I mean, like. Yeah joining with compass right i mean there's they're they're seeing the writing on the wall as yeah. well yeah well, that was a good move for them that was yeah but i think they're all moving towards one-stop shop i absolutely think it's the right decision what i said earlier in the show gary vaynerchuk and, and not or right right and we have a like like our william ravis number nine brokerage in the entire country number one family-owned brokerage on the east coast no Wall Street money, but right. behind behind this company, it's it's an amazing company. They're doing the same thing. Ravis purchase. We can mm-hmm. buy the home. Yep. We can hold the home. We mm-hmm. can buy your next yep. home. We can refresh, refresh your home. Ravis refresh. Yep. A lot of other companies are, are, are doing something similar to that. But we um, also have mortgage. We have insurance. Absolutely, having all the options on the ancillary products for sure. Yeah, and then also uh, assisting teams, like everything that they're building out and have built out and that again other brokerages in the comments what brokerage are you from what what type of one-stop shopping are they offering love to hear from you in the comments mm-hmm. on that again i it's do the think right decision for sure i mean the amount of times even within our our team on our slack channel are like i have someone that needs to sell they found house that they want what are my options and again maybe the ravis option is not gonna work but it's at least an option that they can provide we, where then now your client is trusting you even more. what do we keep saying about i don't know the last however many shows like you want to go to a listing appointment and say, yeah, we can give you this offer from mm-hmm. our team. Mm-hmm. By the way, our brokerage has this kind of offer to buy mm-hmm. your house. By the way, we can list on the traditional market for this. And here's the three pricing options that you can do. Like presenting somebody five, six, seven options right. that fit their scenario, their, their lifestyle, what their next goal is, is smart business. Very smart, yeah. Okay? Yep. That's the market. Even the refresh thing too. I actually, I feel like I need to go talk to Allison. Side anyway, note, marketeer. Yeah. Go check out. Uh, uh Lee Lee Bar. Is you're talking uh, about? You could do that. Uh, from, I mean, that's like two in our own. Oh, horn. I'm sorry. I thought that's how you're going with it. Yeah, you can go to One and Company. What's the sidebar? That video is that up on One and Company? Yes. All right. Yeah. So, so uh, you can go to One and Company, and check out that listing video. It's a Seinfeld spoof, and yeah. then the home tour. I 
I love what what we're doing there because you're you're engaged. Like I'm like engaged watching the spoof, and then I get the home tour at the end instead of just going yeah. right into a home tour that's yeah. that's boring. Well, and you get to know the agents a little bit. Like get to know the I agents. Mean, Lee and Chaz are amazing. But go check out Dan O'Neill's recent Instagram video. I think it's actually on the O'Neill team. He's out of Long Island, but you could probably find his team from if you're following him on Instagram, however you would find that. Anyways, Dan O'Neill did a video on a squatter. Did you watch that one? I don't. I... So he, he did a video. Sorry, Dan. Literally, um, one of his clients had a him. squatter and they did a one minute video interviewing him on the street in front uh, her in front of the uh house, the house on the street about the squatter about how much money this person who is working every day owns a landscaping company getting up going to work every single day and hasn't paid the 3500 times 24 months it was a real authentic story i loved it dan that's you being there for your clients like if i'm in that community i'm like I want to work with that dude. Uh, he's sticking up for his clients. I can trust a dude hmm. like that. Now, he may not pick up the the tenant when they move out. No. But awesome video. Check that I'm one out. You have to watch it. All right. If, if you love this content, please consider subscribing on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple, love a five-star review from, from you there or in any, any type of review. If you're a professional, drop us a P. If you're a professional... Drop a P Drop in a the P. comments. P is the letter of the day. All cap P in the comments. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. We'll see you here next time. See ya. Keep it real.